Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Writer's Advice Podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me once again, whether you are returning or if this is your first time. Hello, I am Olivia Hillier. I am an author and podcaster um, of all things paranormal and fantasy, but this podcast, the Writer's Advice, is mostly, I'm going to say mostly, not always, but mostly interviews with authors from all around the globe, um, telling us about how they got to where they are today. And I am so excited for this episode. I'm so excited for another incredible guest. But there's so much I want to update you on and tell you about because there is so much new stuff happening in the podcast world. But first, I want to say a very big thank you to Booksprout. So Booksprout is the Writer's Advice podcast major sponsor. And Booksprout is one, if you're a reader, honestly, sign up to Booksprout because it's kind of like NetGalley um, without gatekeepers. <laughs> so Booksprout, once you become a member of Booksprout, you can download any books on there that you love to read um, and support your authors and give them a review as well before. And you get to read them before they even come out, which is very, very exciting. Um, and also, if you are an author, I highly recommend using Booksprout. And I love Booksprout because you it is more interactive. I feel like it's more interactive. It um, You're able to have good conversations with the people who are reading your arcs. Um, and it's a simple, easy way to share them out. It is very affordable. And you can learn everything about Booksprout um, by clicking in the show notes on, yeah, how to get those advanced readers and get those reviews, which if you are a writer, we all know is very, very, very important. Now, into the podcast world, if you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, there is a new lovely little um, feature on the Spotify app where you can let me know how you enjoyed this episode. But I also put another question in there of who you want to hear from. So I do have a couple of spaces left in this year. So if there is an author that you're dying to hear from, um, please let me know in that in that little chat there. Or you can connect with me anytime you want to, um, to have a chat about the podcast, writing, etc. I absolutely love it at Olivia Hillier Author. Um, on any socials, it's the same tag on any socials. So whatever is your preferred platform, I am there other than Twitter. I'm sorry. I have not have just you know you just gotta let one go it's a it's a busy social world out there and you just kind of gotta let one one off to the side um anyway I think that is all I have I actually lied to you I'm sorry I didn't mean to lie to you but that's not all if you do love this episode um other than if you're listening in Spotify wherever you're listening if you could give it a review and give it some uh five stars and let, let me know what you love about this um yeah, let me know what you love. Let me know what you'd want to hear more of. Yeah, and and go from there. That would be amazing in any platform that you listen to. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Writer's Advice Podcast. I am so excited because today I am joined by Monica Boo. I'm saying Boo, right, aren't I? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Now, you are hot on the debut of When One of Us Hurts, which I, I started. I honestly finished it last night, and I, I love how fresh this is in my mind <laughs> now talking to you. Um, this is, if you are obsessed with crime, guys, you need to buy this book. It is going to be your next favourite read. And I am so excited to dive into all the aspects of it. So thank you so much for joining us, Monica. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited. <laughs> There's so many aspects of this that I want to dive into and I want to get into the book. But before we get into um, more of the in-depth parts of it, I want to start from the start of you and your life. And I want to know when was the moment that you were like, I want to be a writer or this is something that I want to explore. When was that moment for you? Um, I don't know if I had like a moment, but I, I just remember reading so many books while I was um, with my partner and we were living in this very, very, very small town. Um, literally the closest neighbor was like a five minute drive away. So um, the moment, I suppose when I was reading Revolutionary Road by, um, Richard Yates and I was like oh my god this is so good and I'm, I'm having a lot of feelings right now <laughs> so I, was like, I was like I would like to do this for someone else or it was that or the other one I was reading um uh, Salem's Lot by Stephen King and yeah. it just scared me so much it's just like I don't know why it's, it's vampire books not that scary but it is <laughs> but it is yeah, and yeah. so it's yeah, I was like, oh my god, I'm alone in this this cabin cottage all by myself because my partner was home late, and I was like, okay, well, I need to do this for someone else. <laughs> so that's that, amazing. That is absolutely yeah. amazing. So that was like, you were like, hang on, let me try this. Like, let me go for it. Yeah, because I was like, and I'm, I was like, I'm reading a lot, and I was like, sometimes when you in, ingest so much inspiration, you just have to like have a creative outlet. Um, and so I wasn't doing anything else to let that go. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I love that. It goes away. Trash it. <laughs> I absolutely love that so much. And was this the first book that you wrote? Was was one of, like, When One of Us Hurts, is that the first idea that came to your mind? Or, like, how did it, like, how did it all come to you to start off with? Um, I didn't really have an idea. I just started typing. I love and it. And <laughs> as I said, um, as I said before, it's um, it was a lot of like, again, a lot of outlets that needed to be taken out. And then, um, so I was just writing randomly, and it didn't. I didn't have a story in mind. And then I just had these characters' voices that I was just typing out. And then at the end of it, probably like. 60 or 70,000 words in, I had to kind of piece the words together to actually make it a story. Cause I was writing the end, the beginning, the middle, like all sorts of things mixed up jumble. There was random characters that I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Let's just toss you out. Um, so no, I didn't really have a story. I just had a whole bunch of characters voices and they just fed into me and I typed it out and then I had to put it together. Was that your question? That is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're obviously definitely, and I actually love it when I hear any writers talk about this. I mean, everyone works differently and, and but I really love when people say characters just come to them. Like I'm just writing this character and I'm going to see where it goes. And then like 
put the plot together afterwards like get all the though just like let it speak through you and it's like I get really nostalgic knowing about where you which I want to dive into knowing about where you are writing as well because it's like right in that like space of just like letting it all come and letting it all happen around you so I love that hmm yeah. um so yeah we were where were we so we were we moved around a lot so we were in northern Tassie um and so we were in Bridport which is a beautiful beach area do you know it do you remember yeah yeah, yeah. It's so nice there right the complete yeah. opposite of Port Bright <laughs> let's just throw that out there now yeah, yeah. Nothing um so it was in the beach town and we lived there for a bit and I was just walking around I was like this is really nice and it's so secluded and I was like but what if it wasn't? And then we moved to like rural um, Scotts, Scottsdale. I think it's Scottsdale. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember Scottsdale? Okay. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. town again, but so secluded because we, and we didn't live in the town. We live like in the farm of that, of Scottsdale, which was already pretty quiet. And so um, those two places, I guess, came from that. Okay, so you were writing from both those places. I'm just going to give listeners a little bit of a debrief because we were speaking before we started recording this and I've spent, I grew up in Tasmania and spent the majority of my life in Tasmania and this book is based in Tasmania and you, I just, if anyone hasn't been there, you, I honestly, I think it's just such a creative outlet for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. so I was, I, I had never like this first book, first anything I've written I never wrote anything never did anything creative until I got to Tassie and I don't know I think it's just like the wildness the rawness it's just like you just you just do it yeah I don't know. <laughs> and maybe it's that there is no there is no like I think it gives you a moment to be still with yourself like it, it, that's the thing it's like actually the, to let the ideas come in and actually sit and be still with yourself to, to like let it all come through and I think places like that are so beautiful for that absolutely yeah I think so and like I was it's just so far removed I would say um and so I wasn't on any social media and I I spoke to like two or three friends and my parents and that's pretty much it like I said we were very secluded so no people were getting into this and so it was so quiet and then there was so much room and apparently creepiness to work with (laughs) (laughs) yes troubling isn't it <laughs> which came out it, yeah Taz is great for it I've had this discussion with another um creative uh she's a comp sci like developer and she was just like yeah I don't know what it is about Tassie but it's just you're just so much more free here I guess yeah you yeah. make me want to go back yeah. there to write so I <laughs> just right now I'm like okay I really need to just go back there for a little bit I love that so much <laughs> and now we need to dive into the synopsis of this book so when when one of us hurts, how like obviously you've told us how a little bit how it started, but do you want to give us like a synopsis so we can dive a little bit bit more into it? So what uh, are the readers expecting? Okay, so it is in a small town. It's based in Tassie, and the book opens right away. You've already got two dead people, and um, you meet the character Livy, who's a young girl, and she's just saying how the whole town thinks it's her brother, her stepbrother, that's caused these two deaths. Um, and then in the next chapter, you meet Marie, the voice of Marie, and she's the boy's mother. And then she kind of, she's a little bit far removed from the town. So she has a different fresh perspective on the events that's, that's taking place. And so, um, and she says the same thing. So it's just, yeah, it's about these two women who are kind of like defending this poor kid or is he poor? We don't know. <laughs> it's, they're, they're, they're 
their loved one, Johnny, and um, just trying to see, or just, I don't know, like, what is it about? Yeah, yeah. It's a murder mystery. I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing about, this is one thing, I, and there's so many things I have to say about this book, but you keep it. I love crime. Firstly, I love crime and I love psychological thrillers. I'm, a, I want to dive into um, one of the characters in a second, but you started off so intriguing. Like, this is why I find it really interesting how you said you started to write it. And you start off so intriguing where it is an absolute page turner because there's so much to like piece together. And one of the things I love about crime is you're so invested in this book and then it can be one sentence that you're just like, oh, <laughs> and you're so good at that. It's like at those moments where you're like, wow, okay. And it literally just takes that one sentence to everything that's been building up to like bring it all together. And you've got like the most amazing moments that. And I I was like, oh my God, I, the twists, like the twists that I wanted um, are amazing, but it, on the it's written on the front of the book. And I was like, that is honestly the best way to explain it. And it's the twists and the surprises come fast and deadly by Candace Fox, who gave you an amazing little review there. So I ab- I absolutely love it. But um, was it Marie and Livy with the two characters that first came to you at the start? Yeah, so just Marie, actually. Livy yep. came a long while later. It was just Marie's voice and she was... She used to be a smoker in my head, so she was talking and having a cigarette the entire time, but I took that out, so she's no longer a smoker. But yeah, so Marie's voice came first, and then I had the journalist that came, his voice came second, and which is funny, because he doesn't even, like, he's not even, like, one of the main characters in this one, (laughs) so, and then, so I took a whole bunch of his parts out, Um, and then Livy kind of came in, like, at the last year or the last even half of the year that I finished writing this book she came because I was like this isn't no, this isn't finished yet like I feel like there's another layer that needs to be investigated so then I I, I threw in I start I pieced together other voices and made it into Libby if that makes sense yeah I absolutely love yeah. that yeah 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 and honestly it's amazing but there are is one part that I just had to ask you because <laughs> You do like, and I don't want to give it. I don't want to give anything away. But the rawness of the psychology and the realness of these characters, particularly when you're talking about murderers and like dark people, it was like, like it's so shocking as a reader. And then I think of things like a writer, and I'm like, like how do you put yourself in this situation? Like what's kind of, do you do much research or it's like this character's coming so strong through to me that it's like they're, they're telling their own story. Okay. Okay. Um, without giving away, yeah. I'm going to try. I know it's hard <laughs> to explain when you're like, I don't want to say too much, but yeah. <laughs> um, how did I, I, I mean, don't you sometimes go in like a weird dark internet hole where you're looking at reading about pillars? <laughs> that's honestly I think my friends and I have been doing that since we were in high school and so I think accumulation of creepy information that's just built up it's it's just gone out um and then I did I watched a lot of YouTube videos unfortunately there's a lot of creepy stuff out there and um what else did I do I think that's it I think I just deep dived into myself and thought you know what if (laughs) what if I was what if there was something really really wrong and you know, that's, I think that's the great thing about these two characters is that, yes, they're not very, they're, I mean, it's a murder mystery, so obviously there's going to be some killers in there, but they're, they're human, isn't it? Yeah. Like, they're, they're not, um, 
They're not set out to be murderers. They're just people who have had a really bad day. (laughs) (laughs) They're just people who have, have had bad, you know, it's just the, they're the product of their environment. So I think that, that just keep it. Yeah. They're not like crazy. They're just, they're just who they are. And they happened. (laughs) <laughs> you explained that really really well because I think that this is different to um any other crime I've read where it's really it's beautifully raw I feel like I felt like the characters were really raw as opposed to dramatized essentially and that's why I was like oh my god I I I love this and it's that's why I think that yeah that explains of like it's it's deadly but great deadly stuff. <laughs> anyone who's obsessed with crime podcasting to go and, and all that stuff need to need to definitely dive into that book but um what was the process of once you finished it and you're like, okay, I want to make this something. I'm going to, I'm going to get this published. What was kind of that journey for you? Um, so I finished it and then I, what did I do? Oh yeah. I was, I was like, and you know how as a writer, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, or if you felt this, but you just don't want to show anyone what you've done. Right. Cause you're, you're, and so, yep. okay, well, you're going to have to take that plunge if you want to publish. So I showed it to my, um, my partner's uncle. Um, and so he, I was like, okay, well, if he reads it and he doesn't like it, that's fine. Like, I can live with that. <laughs> I didn't want to show my partner. I didn't want to show my parents. I didn't want to show my friends. So I, I was like, here, I'll show this guy. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> but I was okay with him, him reading it. Um, <laughs> he read it and he was like, not bad. <laughs> not bad at all and I was like really I was thought I like because he's he's a part of the entertainment industry like in oh, the film awesome. business yeah yeah so I was like I because they're usually very harsh people <laughs> but they're honest you're waiting <laughs> to be like torn apart just like give it to me like yeah <laughs> just like what are you doing <laughs> so um when he was like not bad not bad at all I was like oh okay so maybe it's not like it's pretty good but he's like but it needs a whole lot of work I was like yeah that's what I was waiting for (laughs) so um I just kept editing editing and um he was like I think it's I think it's pretty good I think it's okay and then um I think I don't remember when it was we we both decided that we were like oh yeah because he was like okay well I think it's ready and I was like I think it is too (laughs) So then, um, yeah, we just started sending it away. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! And here you are today. You here you are today with a printed copy out in July. I want to say, or it's the end of June. June twenty seventh. Awesome. And so that this will come yeah. out a little bit later than that, but it'll be out everywhere, so everyone can get their hands on. I'm sure, I'm sure on all good bookstores now, which I'm very, very excited for. But is this your thing now? Are you like, okay, crime is my thing. I'm diving into this, and you've you've got more on the way. Is this like a um, so I was talking to my uh, editor about that because I was like, well, what? Because I didn't set out to write crime. Like, like I told you, I just kind of wrote, and then it just happened, and apparently creepiness just came out. I just <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> so I told my my um editor, I was like, hey, well, I want to write like fantasy next. Like, I'm sick of all the darkness and the seriousness. Let's just write something fun, and I want to make like create worlds. And then she was like sure go for it and then I started doing it and then like nothing came out (laughs) nothing came out apparently and then I was like okay well I guess I'll just wait for another time meanwhile when I was um querying to get this book out um I was like okay well I need a second book on hand in case this one doesn't work out then I'll have like a second one kind of halfway finished so I won't be discouraged 
because it's a lot of, you know, like when you start sending it out, it's going to be a lot of rejections, as we all know. So um, I was like, hey, I'm going to have a second book. So I finished. When I say finished, it's very, very rough. <laughs> but I, so I finished the second book and um, it's another, it's another dark book. I don't know why. I don't I, know why. So I love this. I, and I, there's so many things I want to explore in that one amazing business plan because you're just like, no, I need to like, and it's also another way to deal with the rejection, right? Because it's, it's an industry yeah. that's going to be filled with it anyway. So it's kind of just like, okay, I'm going to go on to the next thing and, and enjoy that. So you've got something to like enjoy while, while you're going through that process. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I find it really interesting too, because I love this idea of like, you don't actually really, I feel like, I don't know if it, what it is with the creativity, but you don't always really know what's going to come out. It's like, it could be something dark and, and creepy and you have no idea. <laughs> like, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, I wanted to write fantasy. I wanted to write like a, like a hot romance or something like that. Just like fun. And cause it was, it was really dark to be in like these two characters voices, really dark headspace. So I was like, okay, I'm sick of that. I want like a little little vacation and I was so excited I had so many ideas sat down to write nothing came out <laughs> I was like um so I mean I'm still I still I'm still holding out hopes that you know a romance fantastical fiction will come out but at the current moment I am writing another dark crime novel um yeah so the next one will probably be another dark crime novel <laughs> I love this so much, but I also love the idea of like just letting yourself explore different genres because it's like, you know yeah. what, let let whatever comes out and you don't know what's going to come out of it. I know so many people where I've, I've, I've spoken to so many people in this podcast who have like started in a genre and it's like actually they went once they changed genres or they came out with something that I didn't had no idea was going to come out of them. It's like, oh, that's that's their thing. And that's the one that everyone kind of like gravitated to and, and hung on to. And I kind of love those stories because it's kind of like, it's it's beauty in the unknown at the same time, which is great. Yeah, yeah. it is, and it makes more fun, don't you? You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's hundred percent. It's like letting yourself flow with it. But you said something really interesting too, which I, you said it's like it's hard sometimes to be in the, um, it's dark to be in those head spaces all the time when you're. How do you separate yourself from that? Particularly because I'm just imagining you now isolated in an area writing this book like I'm like are you getting nightmares <laughs> did I I because I don't I didn't really move out of the headspace I thought about them all day every day all the time so I mean I guess I just kept I kept busy I cooked yeah. <laughs> I, I exercised Meanwhile, these two characters are still in the back of my mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just just keep going, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's also, it can be different when you're writing it, right? right? It's not like it's, you're in control of it in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is fun. My partner said the same thing because he read it and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> Who am I sleeping beside? <laughs> I don't think he expected it to be so dark. <laughs> but I'm not a very dark person. <laughs> I find that really, yeah. I find that really, I guess one thing why I just love about creativity, though, as I just said, it's like I can tell that you are just like bright and bubbly and you want to dive into those worlds, but you don't know what's going to come out with you. So you've just got to kind of, kind of roll with it. Yeah. Are you still writing in Tassie now? Yes. 
Yeah, yep. I'm in Tassie right now. Um, I'm in Kingston. I don't know if you know. Oh, lovely. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> um, so in Kingston, still writing. I've been doing a lot of promotion, so unfortunately, I haven't really worked on the second book. I have so I have I have like a task of things I need to do for the second book. Haven't done any of it, unfortunately. <laughs> um, getting to it though. Um, and yes, still in Tassie, still writing. That's amazing. Hopefully, hopefully for a while. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you're in the perfect energy of it right now, Emma. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Does that mean the second one might be based down there as well, or like lips tight? Sorry. Oh is yes, it, yes. It is. Yeah, yeah. I love that. We were, yeah, we were living in another place. Um, I think like a year ago, two years ago. I can't remember. Time is blending together. <laughs> and it was a place where I just like it was something that I'd never experienced before. Um, it was. I don't. I don't want to give any away. Say, so yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it hush but it was so like I yeah I've never experienced well a so much rain I don't know if that's a hint yeah. to any of the, <laughs> of the Tazis or of the Australians out there and um so the second it was really inspiring I don't want to use that word so um so I'll use um that as the setting for the next one or I'll draw on that anyways and how I felt being in that place it was crazy yeah, yeah. I love that I love that. Yeah. And, and from the experience of writing the first one to writing the second one now, has much of your like um, just process changed? Like, are you still kind of like letting a character come through to you and, and going with the draft or do you do much plotting? What's kind of like the process for you now? It's kind of stayed the same or changed a little bit? Um, it's actually, I think it's changed a bit. You're right. I didn't think about that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> when I was writing the second one, I had a plot in mind. Like I had the, yeah, I had a plot in mind. I didn't have, I had like one or two characters, but the voices hadn't come yet. So I had this plot that I knew that I wanted to follow along. Um, so that definitely changed and more pressure. So much fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, the process is very different. And, and I, I keep, and now that you, you've done it before, you have like a measuring stick. And so when you're having a bad day, you're just like, I always do this. I'm like, it was a fluke. The first book was a fluke. Like, I'm never going to do it again. Like, we're just going to call it a day. And that's just what it is. Like, I'll just be the one hit wonder. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. And then the next day, day I'll be like, oh, it's just one of those days. <laughs> Just one of those. the joys of the creative oh. process yeah yeah because yeah. I, I think and then I I kept a, not a journal but I kept like little um notes about how it went the first book and I was like oh this happened to me like last week okay so this is normal <laughs> so this is my process I think like self-doubting every second of the day so that's perfect <laughs> Oh I'm God, right on track. That is so good though. I haven't actually had anyone like say that. I've never done that myself. What a great idea of like those days yeah. when you're like, oh my God, just to go back and read it. And you're like, no, this is actually the process because you forget once something's done and you've got it printed, you're like, cool. Like that was just easy. What was I doing? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it was so easy. <laughs> but it wasn't. Yes. Yeah. 100%. That's a really yeah. good, that's some some really good advice. I think I'm gonna actually start doing that. That's amazing. I love you do that. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, but also how you say with the pressure, if you've like signed the second book as well, there's pressure there. But there's also, I guess, once you you know more about general story writing and you know that you're out there now, mm -hmm. I guess there's extra pressure from that process as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
like I said, there's just expectations now. Like I even, I remember when I got the deal, I immediately, it went from like happiness to complete catastrophic. I was telling my partner, like, it was like, Thomas, no, because no, because now there's going to be expectations. And now like people are going to like, no. And then, and then he was like, okay, calm down. You were signed like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Why don't you just focus on the first one before you start worrying about the second one and um yeah there's there's just so it's yeah it's and I was was so sad when I spoke to my in-laws about it and they were just like what happened this is supposed to be a good time for you and I was like yeah but but you don't understand now there's stress (laughs) now there's it's it's got to it's got to do it's so much more attached to it now and Oscar was so funny it's a good time (laughs) <laughs> that's so true though and very relatable I'm so glad you said that because it takes that whole like that you know that first one when you can be like oh this is dreamy I'm having fun and then it, you know you've got that big dream but then that big dream can be like oh okay right now it's actually here and they're like uh, I'm expected to do this now so it's like it brings that whole other process back which is relatable 100 percent yeah yeah it was a lot of fun um no it was, it's been a real it's been so much fun though like yeah I, so much fun so uh yeah having a great time and I I love the process of how it came about too because you must be like it's been an unexpected like turn in your life in a beautiful way yeah it really has been um I was so I'm relatively new to Aussie I came here in 2019 and was on a working holiday visa and when you're on a working holiday visa I think you can only work for like three months at a time or something like that. And we were living in the bush. So I was like, okay, well, I can pick grapes for the vineyards. <laughs> I can pick fruit for, you know, like doing all those, like uh, the holiday people do. And my partner was just like, you're not going to pick fruits. Do you know yourself? <laughs> He's like, like, as if you would go outdoors and do anything laborious with your body. <laughs> I was like, so pick grapes and he's like okay we'll see and so I think I pulled one vineyard and I was like okay well that's probably not gonna happen let's be honest (laughs) it's too cold my nails would get ruined it's just not a good time (laughs) I was like okay well luckily he was very supportive he's like would you just calm down like you just got here like don't worry about finding a job right away just enjoy some time off and um because we were um like the his work was paying for like the house and like so I didn't really have many expenses so I was very very lucky and he was very very supportive so he was just like just do whatever you want just take it as a gift I was like okay I'm gonna oh my read. gosh <laughs> I love that so much because that is just yeah. turned into honestly the best gift he must be so proud at the same time just like oh my god look what she's done like <laughs> that's I incredible I honestly he's very proud he's he's Every time something new comes in, he's so much more excited than me. And so, yeah, he's he's wonderful. And I remember the, okay, so on one of my really, really bad days, um, where I was like, this is stupid. Like, no one's going to do this. Uh, and then he, I went, uh, so when I have, you know, the time of the month, yeah. when I feel really myself, I job hunt. <laughs> so I, you know what I mean? Like, I need some sort of accomplishment. I need to feel like yeah. I'm doing, so yeah. I job hunt. So I, I went even, I went as far one time on my bad spouts. Um, I got like a job kind of like I was, I was about to get accepted into a job. It was at the final interview and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take this job. And then he's like, hold up. 
then he was like, you're, so we had like a three to four hour conversation of him just basically calming me down <laughs> and him just being like, he's like, you're having a bad day. You don't actually want this job. Like you want to finish your book, but you're afraid of failure. So could you just calm down a little bit and keep going because you're going to regret it if you don't and it was like a three to four hour conversation of him having to pretty much just be like like just convince me to just keep going with it and not let it fail you know don't trash it because if I had taken the job I wouldn't have finished it for sure 100 percent. you know what I mean I love so, that so much that is like the yeah. most beautiful moment and it's like a- it was it really was because yeah. I I love I'm uh my parents like raised me to have you know you got to have a job yeah security and all that sort of thing so um it was really hard to let go of all of like security and go for passion instead rather like I've never really gone for the riskier route let's say you know what I mean yeah a hundred percent and I think that's really important too because to have people who genuinely support you particularly in something creative because it's seen as a riskier route right like it's like oh like it's the very like as if that would happen kind of thing and it's so nice when people like no go for it like just to have that backing is unbelievable (laughs) I absolutely love that so much that is so good yeah me too and like honestly I I tell him not every day, but I tell him from time to time, I was like, well, this, none of this would have happened if I had taken that job. Like, you, like this is a part of you. And he's just like, okay, let's move on. <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited for him to see you now and all the book signings that are coming up and just to have those moments. Like, <laughs> that is going to be so beautiful. Yeah. You're in Brisbane, right? Brisbane? I am in Brisbane. Have you got one coming up, Pierce? Yeah. Oh. Not, not oh. yet, but... In Brisbane, so if I'm there, I'll just call you up. Absolutely, do it. <laughs> I would love that. And I have, I have so many friends in um, Tasmania as well. So if they are listening to this, you need to get to some of her book signings. I'm sure you've got a couple there. That's right. Oh, hello. Hi, Olivia's friend. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Yay. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm so excited to meet all the book people. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yes. Now, one last question before I run out of time. Um, what You've given us so much incredible advice, but for someone, say, they're, whether they're working on their first book or they might be, like, in that, you know, those trenches that now you've got the printed book for, <laughs> what would, what is some great advice that you would pass on to up-and-coming writers? Um, I've, I've told many writers this before, like, because I, I signed up to do a writing course at the Novelry, and um, we were all just kind of encouraging each other. and. Um, after the novelry, um, I've spoken to other writers or even just other creatives or um, I just write a little bit every day. You know mm. what I mean? Like it doesn't a lot. Like, you know, you don't have to write prolifically 5,000 every day. Like Stephen King, who does like, I think 3,000, just do 500, not like just write a little bit every day until it becomes a habit. And at the end of it, you'd be surprised once you put it all together, how many words you have. Cause that's what, like, that's what I did. I, I didn't have a goal of like, okay, I have to write 2000 words every single day. I just had, I just wrote every day consistently. Um, and then it just, it happened magically. A hundred percent. That is so true. I love that so much. It's literally like, make it a habit, make it like consistent. And also I think it's great when you're in the middle of a novel like that, because it stays with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're just doing that little bit every day, it stays with you. you it can't become too overwhelming or you don't like if you give it too much of a break and get lost like if it's just that little bit every day I think that's so great 
and it's it's just like it's your time and it's relaxing and so it's for you it's not for anybody else it's it's quite lovely have a cup of tea while you do it yeah make it a little bit yeah make it some you time absolutely yeah no it's it's really really and like like I said you'd be surprised by the amount of words or how much you have to say I think that's what that's if you give it make it a habit you'd be at sometimes there can be days where you're like wow they're like actually a lot today. i know i'm surprised i have so many thoughts what (laughs) (laughs) oh monica i've had the best chat with you um now please let everyone know where they can get in contact with you um when one of us hurts is out everywhere so honestly guys you need to jump onto this book but where can everyone um yeah get in contact with you find you etc where's the best place to um i have started instagram a lot so instagram um I don't know. I think that's it. <laughs> I'll put it. On, <laughs> I'll put it on Instagram, and you'll be sharing all your events. I'm sure on there as well, so people can people can get onto those. And yeah, otherwise, yeah. I have a website, but I don't know how they would contact me through the. Oh, I guess they could subscribe. Anyway, just go on Instagram. I think yeah. that's a safer bet. <laughs> Everything will be on there. <laughs> yeah, I'll put all the details in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today, Monica. Thank you, Olivia. So much fun. Thank you.